This is the place to go for anime, manga, comics, video games, all pop culture information. This is the place that you need to be. This program is brought to you by Blackin Studios Entertainment Division. Remember, it's Blackin. Hey kiddies, Joker here. Just wanted to let you know that I, the Clown Prince of Crime, and the Jack of All Nerd Show, love the Elijah Bailey Show. You should listen to it all the time. Isn't that right, Batsy? <laughs> Sorry, he's all tied up at the moment. Thanks for downloading The Elijah Bailey Show from iTunes or BlackStudios.com. And here's a word from some of the folks that make it possible for you to hear this show for free every Thursday. Providing bankruptcy services throughout the state of Oklahoma, Bowler & Associates is a bankruptcy law firm based in Midwest City, Oklahoma. Their mission is to relieve you from threat of debt collectors, garnishments, repossessions, tax levies, foreclosures, and much more. Backed by more than 20 years of experience in the legal field, they excel in finding the quickest, most effective, and most affordable solution to all your legal and financial troubles. You can find them at Bowler Law on Facebook and also visit their website at www.bowlerlawfirm.com. Reach them at 405-733-3000. You can also email them at bankruptcy at bowlerandassociates.com. Looking for your voice to be heard? Have a passion and want to share it with those of a common mindset? Have a business or brand that needs to get the word out but don't know where to advertise? Contact Blackened Studios, a full-spectrum, cutting-edge podcast studio that services clients from all over the country. Blackened Studios offers you more than just a podcast. We offer you an experience. In-house production from audio-video recording, editing, marketing, advertisement, and exposure with over thousands of people listening weekly. Black & Studios doesn't hesitate to back local businesses. So when you want your voice heard, Black & Studios has your back. Search Black & Studios on all social platforms. Email at podcast at blackandstudios.com or visit us at blackandstudios.com. And remember, it's Black & Shout out to my yet. boy Ben. Did you watch that yet? Oh yeah, I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm like uh, eight episodes in. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like slightly different, but we'll talk about another another day. Yeah, I like some of the stuff that I'm seeing, but some of the some of the shit they're talking about is ridiculous. But and three, two, one. Welcome and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and villains of all ages to the podcast from God's Own Wood, the Elijah Bailey Show. We are here and this is a place where we believe the world needs more black superheroes and magneto was right he 
had the right idea here to inform educate and cultivate a community based around some of the things that we love like comics and black owned businesses which is what we're talking about on today's show we have two illustrious figures brandon bd diddley and keith watkins here today but wait just a second we'll let you know who they are and why they're here. It's like Napa and Vegeta, just the figures standing in They're on the room. way. It's like it's like we just seen that the two saying uh, space pods are on the way to Earth. Mm. We don't know mm. who they are yet. We just see them in slumber right now. I do. But believe... we know it's about to get real on here on Earth. We know it's about to oh. get real. Oh, yeah. And I do believe I saw one of these men eating somebody's hand, just like sitting there chewing on like the cusp of the of the, the radial side. Now, for you guys that, that don't know anatomy, don't, right. it's 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 the arm. It, just don't worry about it. It's 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 here on the forearmish part of the body. But uh, if you're new to the show, we have three segments. Segment one, especially today for our comic book episode, we dive in comic book recommendations. Segment two, we have Talia Say in our main topic, which today is the interview that we have for you guys. You're going to learn about these men. And then segment three is anime and manga of the month. So let's not waste any time and let's get to the October comic book releases. I'll start things off with Marvel Comics because I saw some in here and I was like, man, I've been reading Static Shock. Um, There's a comic, the specific one we'll talk about today. And I was just really feeling that power. So the very first comic we're going to talk about from Marvel Comics that I recommend for you guys is the Dark Hold Blade issue number one, written by Daniel Kilblesmith, and art by Federico Sabatini, and cover art by Juan Ferreira, the King of Death. Are you fanged or are you food? The world is divided into humans and vampires, and Blade, the one who walks between them both and kills with equal impunity. After reading from the cursed Dark Hole, Blade and the cadre of other heroes were meant to enter Cthone's dimension and stop the ancient god from destroying the multiverse, but reading the book has changed all their lives and histories, and for Blade, the consequences are far-reaching. Vampires rule the world, and he rules over them all, but there are some heroes left, and Blade is not as omnipotent as he thinks 32 page banger one shot rated t plus three dollars and 99 cents coming out from marvel comics this month this next one is this is a bomb oh getting hit by a coyote the coyote got hit by a bomb sorry continue it happens this is is something this is from your realm because you were the big star wars guy before I, i dove in uh, and I, I love this character from The Mandalorian, Star Wars, War of the Bounty Hunter, IG-88, issue number one, written by Rodney Barnes, art by uh, G. Valonia, and cover art by Muhammad Astra. Now, there are two variant covers. There's a Bounty Hunter handbook variant cover by Ron Frentz, and then there's a Carbonite variant cover by Mahad um, now, no one can defeat IG-88. This is the War of the Bounty Hunters tie-in. So IG-88 is an advanced assassin droid designed for death, destruction, and mayhem. Its weapon systems are unparalleled. Its designs flawless, yet the galaxy's most sinister droid, Bounty Hunter, can still fail. What motivates IG-88's resurrection time and time again? Is it the programming or something more? And can IG-88 find a strategy to overcome its old foe, Boba Fett? You like that? That's a, that's a Adam West. I've been practicing. Is this, yeah, hey. Burt Ward. 
You got to you gotta throw it in. Sounds good. Uh, Sounds good. <laughs> this one shot is uh, the fourth of a four-part action pack. War of the Bounty Hunter tie-in and the criminal underworld's most notorious hunter and scoundrels, uh, all told by the Star Wars best writers and illustrious uh, illustrators throughout the galaxy. This is the 40-page banger. One shot rated T. $4.99. Those are my two personal Marvel recommendations for this month, but there are many, many more. Go check out the solicitations for this month. You can also check out November and December, but we like to give it to you month to month because we know sometimes when you see something ahead of time, you forget about it later on, i.e. everything that we we do here and you, you see Buck reference to it. Oh, that happened? Yeah, that about that. Especially that me. All right. You want to take the DC, sir? I see What's Dark your... Horse Comics. I want to. I don't. I don't see DC. Okay, oh, go to dark. Go, no, go to dark. Yeah, I, I go to dark. I see image and dark horse. But anyway, dark horse comics. We got normally say that for last. We're going to type it in right now. There's no one left to fight. Volume one, uh, written by Aubrey. Is that Citizen? I think I said it cool. This is okay. Yeah, Citizen. The comics <laughs> you always wanted to is back, courtesy of creators Aubrey uh, and Fiscal. Uh, the volume picks up where yeah. the smash hit, quickly acclaimed first fight verse series left off. With the world's greatest fighter struggling to find his place after all of his battles have been won and while there's still time left. This series features alternate coverage by yes. uh, the two artists and a uh, oh, a loving tribute to yep. Dragon Ball and to Super Fighter. Or Street Fighter, I said Super Fighter. You dra- Street Fighter as you, you already know. You already know. Uh, with colorful art and draw this explosive uh, stories. Uh, this is a 32 banger. Release date is October 13th, 2021. Uh, 3.99. Yes. Now that's the, the part uh, I, we got Shang Chi, and we talked about him years ago uh, as a recommendation for comics. I love his, all of his shit. And then they incorporate Dragon Ball into that. They're incorporating Dragon Ball into this. It's just a lot of great stuff. Um, since you don't see let- DC. I see Emma's comics. I'll, I'll you take want me to DC. Do that? You want to do DC? Okay, go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll come back to because these these right here these touch my heart. Is we have big... uh, oh yeah, uh, Nubia and the Amazons issue one story by uh, Vida Ayala and Stephanie Williams, pencil by Aletha Martinez, inks by Mark Morales. Three dollars ninety nine cents, thirty two page banger. This is one of six uh, on sale October fifth. So uh, you guys can go out and get it in two days if you're watching the show live. After the thrilling events of the Infinite Frontier, Nubia becomes queen of the Mascara. But the new title also brings challenges. Um, with the unexpected arrival of new Amazons, our hero is forced to reckon with her past and forge a new path forward for her sisters. Little does she know a great evil grows beneath the island, and it's up to the former guardian of Doom's doorway to unite her tribe before paradise is lost forever. Uh, again, a long time, oh, dude, dude, this is, this is something, time. yeah, this is something I've been waiting for. Um, they've been coming out with Nubia titles, which for some reason you, you always, you some, some way you always forget the black superheroes. So I'm glad that they're giving her the forefront. I'm wait, I'm excited to see how this comic plays out because when I give my comic review, um, which may be on several different other podcasts, we'll talk about how representation and why it matters in these stories. Uh, next from DC, we have another one, Wonder Woman Historia, the Amazons issue one. This story is by Kelly Sue DeConnick, who did the Captain Marvel run that I, I 
talked about for so long. Uh, Pencil and Inks by Phil uh, Jimenez, $7.99, 72 page banger, one of three. The wait is over. And the entire story of the Amazons can finally be told. Millennia ago, Queen Hera and the goddesses of the Olympian Pantheon grew greatly dissatisfied with their male counterparts. And far from their sight, they put a plan into action. A new society was born, one never before seen on Earth, capable capable of wondrous and terrifying things. But their existence could not stay secret for long when a uh, despairing woman named Hippolyta crosses the Amazonian's path. A series of events was set in motion that would lead to an outright war in heaven and the creation of Earth's greatest guardian. So uh, there we go. Two great um, uh, Amazonian tales waiting for you guys. That wraps everything up for DC Comics. Go ahead and hit them with the image before we uh, move into uh, the interview for today. Righteous thirst for vengeance. Issue number one, Ritter. Rick Remeter. Uh This is 32 Banger. Who, who, is out of image who, who is that? Who uh, is that? Rick. Reminder. Remender. Remender. Yeah. I think it's Remender. It's Remender. Right? But the way that you uh, said it was like uh, Remeter. You said Remeter. It's have like a, you just heard me rolling certain letters that normally isn't rolled. 399 coming at you. A new ongoing crime series uh, from the writers of Deadly Class. When an unassuming man stumbles upon a dark web, contacts assassins, vicious plot. To kill an innocent target, he turns himself into one. The professional meets road to wait. The, the professional meets road to professional meets road to. Wait a second, where are you at? Uh, See, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know I was have to jump in. Yeah, you got to jump in on this one. Oh, road uh, to uh, perdition. There we go. Yeah, the professional perdition. meets road to perdition. Yeah, 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 yeah. The professional meets road to perdition. In this story of a family, unlikely guardian by two, by hunted by rich and powerful men who are used to get away with everything, are used to getting away with everything. Man, join this New York Times bestseller writer, uh, writer Rick, old Ricky boy, for a unique atmosphere of murder, mystery, and with sudden bouts of brutal violence. Oh, dude, I'm glad that you got through that. that brutal. Part. Yeah, just that a little bit. Brutal. But you know you yeah. you had such a good run. I no, like I, to I see do you my struggle. Thing. I do my thing. Oh, I yeah. do my thing. You know this is this thing. is essentially your Zenkai boost. You know you're taking yeah, those without lumps. the struggle. Yeah, without the struggle, I can't. I can't. You uh, can't overcome. Can't you can't up. get stronger. That's right. Uh, and and let's keep things moving. Uh, let's do this for those that find the commercials in the show that drops on Thursday. I got a surprise for you. Um, and I'll put it on my Twitter. So uh, look for the commercials. When you find them, just go to Twitter and say, I found them. And then I'll give you your award. I feel like that is, is very like giving. Like Hayden Candy. Yeah. Be careful, kid. Yeah, but no, 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 no. It's not out of my pocket. They don't have to be, they don't have to be careful. Sure. It's just, it's digital candy. It's all right. Um, yeah, that's even worse. No. <laughs> but, uh, hey, as long as it doesn't come from OnlyFans, it's good. Uh, we talked about <laughs> we talked about these two legendary figures, Mr. BD and Keith, are here from Concept Moon Studios to talk about a uh, Kickstarter they have, but also talk about their illustrious careers as um, black entrepreneurs, uh, comic writers, authors, and providers, marketers of the medium that we do so enjoy. So, um, Brandon. Keith, if you don't mind joining us, we we would like to welcome you here formally to the Elijah Bailey Show. Uh, how are you guys doing today? Man, doing good. Oh. Doing good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, mm. yeah no, I'm definitely oh. feeling good today. This is great. 
Thank you guys for being here. Uh, and I, I did. Have you guys been steeped into any comics other than your own, like Marvel, DC, Image, or have you been sticking to the indie circuit? Ooh. Um, little. I mean, I really mostly just immersed in what we've been going on. Uh, but the last, the last book I was like invested in was the the Alan Hickman run of X Men. I kind of mm. fell off with mm. it recently. Um, but that was probably the last one I was like super, super invested in. I got to go back and pick it up. Oof, nice. And then, Keith? yeah, um, for me, mainly kind of head down in, in what we've got going on. Um, I started reading uh, the new Static run. Mm-hmm. I, I have the first issue of that, and I, I got to go and get caught up. But um, yeah, and uh, a couple manga too. Um, my Hero, Tokyo Revengers, mm-hmm. I'm reading week to week. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You join yeah, yeah. that club. You do the week to week. Of course you do. Don't don't make me don't don't make me tie my hair back right now like Baji Coon. <laughs> Man. That is amazing storytelling. Man. But mm. um yeah, that's that's pretty much uh all I've been able to keep up with lately. So and if you guys mm-hmm. know anything about anything what we're talking about, the the titles they mention alone should should make you quiver on your knees but for the people out there that aren't familiar with concept moon studios and what you guys do uh, can you please go ahead and tell them about your company but also about yourselves as well because i read some interesting stuff on the website which is going to be in the show descriptions and i am putting into a chat for twitch and facebook so you guys can go and check that out now and for our podcast listeners conceptmoon.com uh, check it out. They got all, yes. all their merch on there, the store, the bios, uh, the library, the plethora of content mm. they have been <laughs> able to deliver. Uh, but go ahead. Uh, Brandon, why don't you go ahead and kick it off, man? Um, well, you know, Concept Moon Studios, we started it um, about 2017 when we first really kind of tried to keep the doors open with it, uh, myself and uh, my partner, Corey. Um, Corey Lewis, he, uh, he wrote, he pins Frontline Soldiers uh comic series um we started there 2017 like i said and then we we eventually uh linked up with uh keith i want to say 2019 2020 and uh and here we are been here ever since you know uh black owned business obviously veteran owned business we uh both myself and corey were in the military for 10 plus years Mm. um he's actually still active duty actually um as we speak so it's been a very interesting process for us kind of learning the whole thing diving into this new field and kind of just you know uh learning and growing and then obviously adding keith has been like the biggest boom to the company since he came along so yeah it's been a fun run as far as um getting started and growing nice but it's it's what made you got oh, go yeah, ahead no go no ahead, no you go me. you go because i always no, you know you know i can do this i've, I've been interviewing all weekend <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. hey this is jamie limberg host of upbeat urbanism a podcast where we seek to have an open dialogue about what it takes to create healthy intentional sustainable communities one conversation at a time each episode is an interview with a city planner leader developer real estate professional or community builder to listen, search for Upbeat Urbanism wherever you find podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at UUrbanism and on Facebook at Upbeat Urbanism. Devote yourself to your community around you and devote yourself to creating something that gives you purpose and meaning. Until then, keep it upbeat.
Hey, this is your boy Frog. I'm here with Chris, Justin, and Philip, and we host Turn on the Game, the podcast. The show consists of four men commentating on the sports world. His strictly opinion show is as if you were sitting on the couch watching a game with your boys. And you can follow us on Twitter at TurnOnThe underscore game. You can hit us up on our Facebook page at TurnOnTheGame. And you can even follow us on Instagram at TurnOnTheGame. Or you can listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher by searching Turn On The Game. You can email us at TurnOnTheGame, the number four, at gmail.com. Turn On The Game is sponsored by Blackened Studios, Oklahoma City's premier podcasting studio. Turn On. So how how does it feel? Because I know um, G.I. Joe was one of my favorite cartoons. I watched it with my mom along with He-Man and several others. And I remember one of the things that intrigued me about the comics was the perspective of an actual uh, veteran, actual martial artist dealing with uh, combat and simulating that out. And the same thing for uh, uh, anime titles like uh, Ken, Kenshin Ashura, which is on Netflix. Their studio has a, has a room where they can fight and simulate the moves. So how how do you guys incorporate that into your works? Besides just Ooh. work ethic, because I've worked with a lot of military. <laughs> Most of my family's military, so I do know structure. <laughs> I've been in martial arts for over 30 years, very highly military regimented. So outside of that aspect, what, what else does that offer to your creativity? Oh, uh, so I know for me personally, personally, I have, sorry, I have a cat. So with, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I want, um, on time, time, give me on the mic. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, so with, with the stories, especially the uh, specifically free fall guys, the outlaws, um, and a few other little projects we've worked on, I love to incorporate little things, uh, from experiences from being deployed, kind of just gearing up, getting ready to go out on deployments, just the camaraderie of being in the military and trying to incorporate that organically into what we do. Obviously it does help with like, um, you know, kind of doing like the, like the reporting and all that kind of stuff. Um. Uh, just a little small little details. Um, that's one of the things that kind of irks me a little bit when I read books that are supposed to be military based. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that is not how that goes at all. Like, <laughs> so I'm like, it just, <laughs> so um, I wanted to try to make it obviously as organic and as real feeling as possible, but mm-hmm. also leave space for it to be, you know, a, you know, this fantastic, fantastical fictional environment that we, we, we created with uh, the concept of the universe. So, um, yeah, it, it that for me that was a big deal because I I really don't like it when it's not done correctly. No, I I understand. Like uh, you see people posting videos, boxing videos, they're just arm punching, and for martial arts, doing the same. The I the XMA hollowed out weapons and stuff that's not you know gonna work. I, I feel the same exact way seeing that stuff. It's hard to find that balance. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's who I'll be sitting there like I. I like, I know my wife hates me. We watch movies, like, with military stuff happening. And I'm like, man, look at this uniform. This uniform's not right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not how you, that's not how you talk to your reporting officer. Like, no, get out of here. So I'll be ruining it. I'm sure I ruin a lot of movies. Hey, it's all about immersion. Uh, I, yeah. Do you have a question, Buck? Uh no, I'm actually just I'm, I'm I'm actually just doing a quick little research right now. So keep keep, keep rocking off, uh, baby. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, now we're you guys contacted me because there's a Kickstarter coming up, and then there's also uh, I I feel like there's 
especially during the pandemic, there's a camaraderie between black owned businesses and black content creators because uh, I, don't, I don't know if we're finally seeing, you know, chipped away at the wall to where we can see the opening. We can get out and push the content that that represents us. But along those lines, how hard was it to establish the company and then also reach out to those creators? Because sometimes like you, you, you never know who's reaching out to you. Like you, it's like right. I always refer it to as, as walking down the street in New York. Somebody could just hand you a CD. If you, help me out. It's like, <laughs> I don't know you. Oh, uh, I, I understand right. the struggle, but how was that process building up the company and then reaching out to, to other creators? Well, you know, the pro, oh man, you take some lumps early. You know, we definitely took some, we took some losses trying to uh, work with certain people and learning the process of how, well, you know, okay, well, this is what you're supposed to do. This is what you're supposed to pay for. This is what you expect. Um, but, you know, I was really, I was really, really lucky. I met some really dope um, black creators and uh, black business owners, uh, such as a guy named uh, Will Focus. And then uh, we obviously our big guy down at um, uh, Blanime uh, Podcast, mm-hmm. Mike. Uh, he, those two guys, generally, they really embraced me when we first um, came on the scene, and so I got a lot of free game and free networking with those guys, and they kind of just spun out from there, uh, which is actually how we met Keith in the first place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Keith has been doing a, a crazy job doing all of our networking and social media stuff. So I mean, he obviously had, he could probably enlighten us on uh, how how he's been interacting <laughs> yeah. and building with folks. <laughs> Yeah, it's um I mean, with the pandemic, it honestly came kind of organically. Um just knowing knowing Mike at Blanime was a huge help just cuz mm-hmm. he knows I'm I'm big on anime, so uh I've met him kind of through the anime community mm-hmm. uh on Twitter and um we've we've kind of all come together and built like this black anime community. Mm-hmm. Um and there's so many people who are like creating anime content or you know and it branches out because there's so much crossover between anime comics gaming whatever um so you kind of we end up with this big black nerd community where you can kind of you know everyone everyone's trying to help each other get there um everyone's building mm-hmm. together so reaching out uh to people was was pretty pretty easy for the most part just because um we're we're all trying to uplift each other you know so if i can help somebody in any way uh i do and you know a lot of most of the time i get that same energy back so yeah uh, it's it's been been kind of a beautiful thing especially with the pandemic because everyone was so stuck inside and Hmm, content creators you know were really um what people kind of leaned on yeah (laughs) Yeah. so uh, (laughs) Zoom, Zoom made a lot of money during the So, I'm a big believer in, um, you know, each one teach one, you know, free mm-hmm. game. So if I, when I when I meet somebody and they teach me something, um, after I you know fully learn how to use it and flesh it out, if I meet someone else, I'm I'm passing that information along mm-hmm. best as my best I can. I think it's important for all of us, especially in our in the community that we in um to continue yeah. to help each other because there's so much there's so much money out here ain't no yeah. need to compete with each other there's no need to try to hoard all of the success on one side when because uh, if i do great you do great you know oh, he yeah. does great we all do great 
Um, so that's kind of always been my philosophy. And so, mm-hmm. you know, when we linked up with Keith and then obviously with the pandemic and everything like that, it kind of just, it was, it, everything just kind of flowed together. It was like it was supposed to happen. Yeah. Facts. Mm, that's powerful. It takes a community well, like that. Let me uh, ask you this. I would like Let uh, me ask you this, Brandon. Yeah, go. Oh, go ahead. You want, you want to go, Bailey? No, no, you go. Going all you go. Hey, I gave you the start. I gave you the start. You just took off. <laughs> when it starts <laughs> up, it can't stop. I'm sorry. I know, I know, I know. I, I was hesitate when right. I didn't have my question lined. I was like, ah, oh, shit, I ain't about to have another opportunity. This is what uh, I used Brad, to get in trouble at school for all the time. So, <laughs> but, but Brady, if we can go back a little bit, man. Like, so talk to us about like what what even inspires you, uh, not to just go into a business. But to yeah. go in such a niche business as black comics, um, to be honest, ego. Yeah, that's what ego. We will <laughs> talk, talk to me yeah. about it. So it was all ego. I was just sitting there. Was, me, me and Corey, um, we had been working on Frontline Soldiers since like 2010, and it was like a joke almost because uh, back then we were we were young and we, we were in the we were doing music and we were deployed and we were just like you know what so we, we had played with the idea of frontline soldiers since 2010 um, and then in 2015 I was just like you know what man uh, forget it Let, let's just do it like I started writing um, I started writing Sun Eaters um, and Outlaws and one other project uh, called Instruments of Jahan and I was just like you know what I'm I'm pretty sure we can make a book and sell it. Like, you know what I mean? It was just like, and and in my brain, it was just that. It was like, yo, let's make this, let's do this company, let's sell these books, and let's, be, let's just enjoy our lives. Like, we don't, we've been, because my whole thing is, you know, we work in the, we were in the military, you know, yeah. and for better or worse, uh, whatever that looks like for people, you know what I mean? And it's like, and if you know, you know, you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. it's a bit much, you know? So it's like, you know, yeah. when we get out, we want to do something. <laughs> We want to do something fun. Like we want to do something yeah. that we care about and we're very passionate about. And there's no um, contradiction in the passion that you feel for. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that I was it. That. My so so my brain was just like, yo, let's just do it. And yeah. thinking it was gonna be super easy. It's like, <laughs> no. That's what life was like. Hold on, hold on, fella. I know you feeling good about this. Hope you're ready right. for these lunch. Yeah. Oh yeah, we and it definitely get it definitely lumped me up real good. I felt like Martin after fighting Tommy Hearns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it definitely it definitely be like that. Um yeah. how how have you and I know we're I kinda wanted to say this for the end of the show, but I'm I'm so enthralled at what you're saying right now, I just wanna ask you. For the for the young inspiring ones, because I think I think we're all we're all a, a certain generation of, of, of black men. And I think you, you had said it earlier where there's so much money out here to where with social media, we're able to kind of what Keith hit on, we're able to start networking now with not just the hood, but not just our street, not with just our city of people who are like-minded like us. Now we're able to connect to people across the whole United States, if not the whole world, who are in the same pockets that we were in, watching the same 290 watching the same, you know, anime, reading the same comics that we were growing up, same music. Uh, yeah. What is it that something you could possibly, a jewel you could give to like the younger version of us that is you know, passionate about content creating and making those drawings say, right now in between classes? Do, just keep practicing. You know, keep keep at it. Stay on it. If you want to do it, do it. If, and, and this is actually something I told my nephew 
at his graduation. I told him, if, if you believe in your dream, then it's worth fighting for. The day that you stop believing in it, stop, then change your course. Do something different. But as long as you believe in what you want to do, and as long as you're passionate about what you want to do, keep fighting for it. Uh, mm-hmm. Find something some find something or someone that you can emulate within that space and just keep grinding and, and trying to be like them. I remember when um, I think I was, <laughs> when I was like in my tw- early 20s, I think we all tried to be a rapper at that point in our lives. Um, <laughs> the best advice I ever got was find a song when I was, I was trying to learn how to mix music, right? So it was like, find a song that you think is mixed perfectly and then try to mix your music to that level. Mm-hmm. And and so the song I picked was All of the Lights by Kanye West. I thought it was a beautifully mixed song. Okay. And I sat there. Hey, hit for that hot bar. That's mm. right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna go high, you might as well go as no, high you as you can. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> and and so I would listen to that song over and over and over again while I'm mixing. And and I obviously I never got anything to that level, but it gave me something to strive for. Um, it set the bar for me. And so that's what I say for these young guys. Just find something in your space, look at how they do it, study how they do it. And then if you can get as close as you can to that or yeah. better, you know, that, that that's a good place to start. Keith? Um, well, well, wait, wait, I'm sorry, Keith, not to interrupt you. I'm sorry, brother. You know, I don't care about interrupting you. Let's sit on your your background real quick. Uh, where are you from? What, how how did you even get involved uh, with not just Brandon, but you know I saw your bio where you got a love for photography, videography, all that good jazz. Let's just talk about your little history real quick. And of course he got yeah he, he got sprinkled to us your favorite anime. Uh, oh, I hate oh, to put oh. that on you. You got to drop the paper. You got to. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm from Oakland, California, born and raised. I'm in Los Angeles now. Um, I actually came here to, so I, I have a, my bachelor's is actually in film. Um, uh, I studied to be a cinematographer. I still do that pretty often. Um, but I, growing up, I've always been a writer um, and I've always loved TV. Uh, and after college, it kind of hit me like, you know, you probably could uh, do some TV writing. Um and during college, I did do some TV writing classes. So that was, you know, it's kind of no issue. Um, but uh, I've grown up watching anime. Um, and then I kind of had a stretch where I wasn't really watching it. And then when I got into college, I got back into it very, very heavy. Um, and it just hit me one day, like, like I can do this. Like, I can write an anime for sure. Um, and then I found out that, you know, most anime come from a manga so I started writing manga <laughs> and um, I actually, um, man, this was like end of 2017, early 2018. Um, I wanted to put together like a, uh, like a, a Shonen Jump type book uh, with all black manga creators. Um, and so I was trying to put that together uh, and it was hard. Like it's, I didn't realize how hard it was to put together a, a, a manga, I guess a manga magazine, especially like when you can't draw and, you know, and, <laughs> no, <I laughs> that's understand. a major drawback. Yeah. It's, it, it's a, it's a big hurdle. Um, 
And it was like, I had some other writers on board, but they were all writers. No one was doing art. So it was like, how am I going to find artists for all of us mm-hmm. and not have any money? Um, and then a kind of, kind of perfect timing. Um, I was listening to Blanime podcast uh, and Brandon was doing an interview on there and was talking about what he was doing with Concept Moon. And I was like, that's exactly what I've been trying to do. Um, so uh, I hit up my friend, Mike, who's one of the hosts and, he, and was like, hey, can you connect me with Brandon? Uh, and he was like, yeah, no problem. And uh, he connected us and I gave Brandon a call and we chopped it up for we chopped it up for what, like an hour, 30 minutes or something like that. Um, and then uh, we, a few days later, he called me again and we chopped it up some more. And next thing you know, I'm part of Concept Moon. <laughs> Look, I knew Keith was a part of Concept Moon the first time we talked. I had to just play hard to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't just let him think we was just out here thirsty. You know what yeah. I mean? You got to let the fish simmer a little bit. You're like, oh, shoot, I, I need him here now. Damn. Right. I'll call you back, yeah, bro. I'll let me call you back. <laughs> Damn, yeah, yeah, like so when you talk to somebody and the first time you talk to them is everything just clicks. And that's yeah. how it was the first time me and Keith talked on the phone mm-hmm. about what we were trying to do and what we we're trying to build. And it was just like, yeah, this guy, this is this guy's concept moon. Like yeah. oh, I already know. Where'd the title come yeah. from? Or the, the name of the company, Concept Moon. Well, so it was a whole little process, but I wanted, I really, originally I wanted to call it New Concept, um, New Concept Studios, I believe was the original name I wanted to go with, but that was kind of bland, to be honest. It was, and so I was like, so I just right, kind Brandon, of played. You are absolutely it. right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and so I was like, well, because I was like, I wanted to be direct. I was like, well, you know, we're trying to do something new and they got different concepts. And it was like, yeah, that's it. And I was like, no, that's not it. It's terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then, you know, it kind of went from that to like Black Moon and then all these other little random things. And it was like, you know what? Let's just put it all together. Concept Moon. So, and that's just, right. and it was like, yeah, that fits. And it, it kind of worked. Nice. It, it's so crazy. And no matter who you listen to, and especially more so black content creators, how everybody's in the same place starting off and wanting to do it themselves. You know, because mm-hmm. I, I feel like we have, we go through life and there's a lot of things that we lose control of. And, and you want to have that control or that freedom. Because same thing with me and Buck, we met. I don't know how many years after we had stopped going to school with each other at my bachelor party, and then it was just like coming right back uh, together again. I think that you're right. I forgot all about that. I was late. Oh, I didn't because like, I, I threw up all that fire, all those shots of fireball, dude. That's like Ooh, the only time that I've ever. You know what? I'm one of those weirdos <laughs> that like fireball, but. <laughs> It, I think it's just a torture myself to see if I, it'll ever make me puke again. And it never, it hasn't, but I remember that night, dude, that night was, was crazy. And then after that, I was like, yeah, come up to the studio. After that, we just started, yeah, we just started linking. I think so. Yeah. yeah. No matter Probably where I that, am, yeah, we like, like, this is why I tell people like, don't tell, talk to me about martial arts and stuff because no matter where I am, no matter like, this is my bachelor party and we're talking about training and fighting. So it, it's, it's, it's always on my mind, but to, to hear that, you know, things start to click once the collaboration starts it diminishes that i have to do everything myself and it's always beautiful to to link up and find those people um yes. which you know brought forth this kickstarter 
uh, that you guys have going on now. So do you guys want to go ahead and talk about that? Because that started yeah, on the first, didn't it? Yes, yes, it did. Yes. Um, after Image Number One uh, Kickstarter is live now. Um, it's been, uh, it's been. We, I think we just jumped up to. I think we jumped out to thirty five percent funded so far. Nice. It's, uh, at, at, and uh, it's been a good little. Uh, it's been tracking very well. I'm excited about the project. It's actually pinned by the great Robert Jeffrey. Um, the second, he is an Atlanta based writer. He he's worked with DC. He's done a ton of, um, indie comic stuff. He's well known in the uh, like black indie circles, you know, um, he's done stuff. I want to say route three retcon, um, mind to avenge these guys. Uh, he's done the DC new talent showcase, uh, for John Stewart. He's amazing. Right. Um, and I met him actually, uh, just running around in in circles with the in the the black comic any black black indie comic community, <laughs> uh, which has fully is really done a great great job embracing us and then kind of you know bringing us in and helping you know push us along and teach us the ropes and everything. And I met him through a mutual friend, um, and he I reached out to him. I was like, hey, I got this idea. I I really don't really know what to do with it. I got this concept for this character, and I got this group of characters. Um, but I don't really know where to, what the story is. Basically, mm-hmm. I was like, I, I think that you'd be great for it. He was, he was, he was interested. We had a couple meetings. Um, him, myself, and Brian Lambert from Wingless Comics, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we ended up putting it all together. And here we are. Um, I'm very excited for the project. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is the boy you love too stupid to tell you how he feels? Or was he raised in military isolation slash conditions that gave him numbed emotions and made him socially inept? No need to panic. We can help you turn that military maniac around. Every military brat has one thing they keep with them at all times to confide in, and we've taken advantage of that with the Gun Confessional, a gun that has a recording device that transmits directly to your mobile device. Now you'll know how he really feels. You've seen them fight monsters and baddies to save the world. You've seen them handle heartbreak and homework in high school. Now see them come out of your oven with our limited edition Sailor Scout cookies and introducing our new line of Outer Scout cookies with three new flavors, Jupiter, Moon, and Uranus. These cookies are only available for a few weeks out of the year, so get them while supplies last. Now, one of the things I said to Keith beforehand off air was I have been uh, caught up on Static Shock this season one and the yeah. the parallels between both of these comics as far as representation and realism. Like, uh, I, I feel like when I read comics the majority of the time, I see a black person with Kanikuman lips, the ultimate muscle lips, and they <laughs> and they dancing and jiving. But it's so crazy to see these characters with layers, like the conversation yeah. uh, back at the lair. You know, we have and it's the DOSA, right? I yes, do believe, Dose. yeah, the Dose. We have yep. LL and uh, Cahill talking about things that are going on, how he's feeling all these different things come in and it's just, it's so real. It's not like, well, I'm a superhero and everything will work out. It's like, dude, <laughs> right. I have a life. There's things going on. This is how I feel. And there's those same parallels within static that build the tension that build towards the climax that's, that builds towards the suspense to intrigue the reader. So, uh, 
my spectrum now is not just read all the comics I can out there, but it's to find quality comics that really not only resonate with me, but also can resonate with anybody because they're so down to earth. And I feel like that right. starting off in the middle of, of, of chases or, or, or actions is I always love it, but it yeah. always gets you right to the moment of action to where you're, you're steeply impact and you're immersed with this character. And you're like, Oh shit, we got to get out of here. And then who are, who are they? And then we're having this conversation. You really going to come at me like that in the middle of this? And you know what? I'm sorry. Right. You know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, I, I'm a Betty white. I didn't eat my Snickers today. It's like, it's okay. <laughs> and then you always have, that moment that I saw at the very end, I don't want to ruin, but I'm like, man, you should have just, you know, you don't always have to just, you know, go out there and, you know, do what it is. I don't want to ruin it, but you guys have to have to pick this up. Uh, uh, the Kickstarter, give us a link for that so we can put it into everything. But uh, what are some some hidden gems in this in this uh, comic that you guys threw in that that are for the deep cuts or people may not even notice that are just for you? So, that, so I don't want to give. There's one really big one that I don't want to give away because it's a it's a pretty big it's a pretty big deal. But if if you've read any of our previous comics, there are some little nods mm. to um, frontline soldiers in there. There's some nods to um, Dude, uh, some of the other. Yeah, it's like one thing that we one thing we wanted to do with this project in a very subtle way. It was expand. The, the the world that we're, yeah. that we're building you know what i mean so it was very important for me to like put some kind of just kind of references to show like okay well they're not the only ones this isn't the only one that's ever happened in this world you know what i mean so and they know about what's going on in the other cities because frontline soldiers happens in metro city this this story mm -hmm. happens in fort city north carolina metro city is kind of like our mm -hmm. i guess like our new york city kind of yeah. deal you know what i mean mm -hmm. so um the the events of frontline soldiers one two and three all happen in metro city and it affects the whole world you know what i mean as far as the superhero world quote yeah. unquote you know and so there is there is just nods to that um and i just want people to feel like it's a part of something bigger even mm -hmm. though you the story is very isolated yeah. to after image and hell so um that was good, that was great that's that's gonna be like everybody that, that came before us and they were just reading like the the ten cent and the penny Supermans, and then they're like, "Oh, well, Superman's got some friends he's fighting with," and you just like see this world build. But when you build something like right. that, I feel like because I'll say this to the day I die: people hate on One Piece. One Piece is where it is. You know, it's been here for a while, but it created a huge world Forever. that even if you don't really like it, like I, I love this. Like I don't watch anime. But I watched that one arc of One Piece, or I watched that one, you know, that one little ten episodes. Yeah. It's like, well, then it captured you. Then even you, something about those characters or that world or imagination pulled you in. And I know when Buck got into it, he's like, man, the world is like so big. You keep going to chapters and creating something like that. That's got to be almost just like not overwhelming, but just like once you you see that's like the the uh the um adrenaline rushing in Baki's head it's like oh man this world's <laughs> gonna be like amazing just yeah. because there's so many different representations or so many different stories they all tie back together and it'll be something that is is a whole of so many different works by different artists and creators becomes a whole that's something that i think we need but at a new forefront now i you know as much as i love batman you guys have been watching yeah. the show. I don't really <laughs> reference that many Batman comics anymore because every month you got 50. 
Like they did, you got the new black oh, yeah. Batman, but so saturated. yeah, same thing with Harley Quinn now because she's hot. The Joker's oh. kind of telling off. Um, you know, it's, it's but they're everywhere. Yeah, they're everywhere. It's the exact same thing, and none of just you know are are the classics. You know, yeah, ain't none of just the other cultures out there. But you know, it's, it's good to see. Oh yeah, people who look like us. Oh, yeah. most definitely. on the front page. Yeah. It's good to see people like us having normal conversations or dealing with, hmm. you know, the normal scenario without having to be, you know, I hate to use this word, but whitewashed. Yeah. You know, well, making us look a certain way. Andrea came over for some grits yesterday. I figured she just needed some more sugar. Like, I, what? Like, this is yeah, all Andrea's no, doing? Yeah. It's, it's. You know, <sighs> you guys hit on it, man. It's such a, you know, there's two things you hit on that that really resonate with me. Um, one, I don't, I'm, I'm very pro DC and Marvel needs to die. Like, and, and I say that in the most respectful way possible. Yeah. I love both, but they just need to get out of here because they've become stagnant with their storytelling. The characters are old mm-hmm. and really can't do anything with them. You can only tell the same stories different ways so many times before people realize, Hey, you did this already. Yeah. You know, and, white and Captain so, America, black Captain America, Indian yeah, right. Captain America, Hispanic <laughs> Captain America. They're, they're all Captain America. And, <laughs> and I won't get on my soapbox about them too much today, but that's one of the big things about them. I'm like, man, they're the characters. You know, there's so many. How many characters about the you know the big three can you really read in DC before it's like, man, that's you've done this already. Yeah. Um, yeah. And one of the other things, is, as far as black characters and building our world, I really wanted people to be able to read these books, relate to them, but mm-hmm. not only because, well, they're black and we're black and so we should just like them. Like, yeah. But because it's authentic, <laughs> this is how we talk, this is how we interact. It, mm-hmm. It's such a, um, it's such a, it's like one of my big things, when is the last time you saw like a black Jack Sparrow? Like, you know what I mean? Like you've never seen yeah. a black yeah. character with that kind of energy or that kind of, it, every black character growing right. up that I can remember when we were reading comics and we were watching stuff on TV was always super fucking serious or yeah. like yeah. thugged out. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, where? I ain't doing nothing for right. no money. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, where's the, where's the swashbuckling black character? Where's that guy that just don't care? Where's the, you know, the, it, where's the fun guy that only wants to, just doesn't want to be serious. Like we have all yeah. of these different characters in our, re- in our, in our worlds every day. And I wanted to find a way to bring them to, um, the comics and the, to the novels and things like that in a way that represented us well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and I think you're doing a dope job at that. I mean, yeah. like, and this is weird to say it out loud, but you're normalizing black characters. <laughs> yeah. Like, we do have yeah. Jack Sparrows. And, like, that's our uncle. Yeah. Dude, that's me right. most of the time after 8 p.m. I yeah. mean, <laughs> we, that, that, that's, that's normal for us. You know what I'm saying? We know all right. those characters that we always see is presented by white you know, white actors or even white characters in mm. animes or even in uh, comics. But you know, those are easily black people as well. Yeah. And yes. you know, you're 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 tearing down walls doing this, my brother. And you know, I'm I'm just I'm glad that you got to you know be on the show with us to talk to you about it, hear your passion about it. And you know, I, I'm just I, I got two final questions, but I want to let Bailey uh, say anything real quick before I, I hit my questions. They're not they're yeah. not final, final, no, but they're no, just I something know. I have to like, you know. Yeah, because I mean we're running out of time a little bit, but no, I just I just uh, loving everything that I'm hearing about the series. I love the way that it started. I, the artwork is even the color choice, the color scheme 
is something that stands out. It's 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 um a whole vibe, it's a whole feel whenever you immerse yourself in this book. Um, you guys need to support it, back it, check it out in other comics. Um, I can't, ha- I don't have any other questions. Like I'm just loving it. I can't wait to to dive into it. This is sitting right up next to Static that I'm reading. Again, it's about quality, folks, not quantity. And to to the point you made about Marvel and DC, I, I did have this when you said it. it. You cannot foster something new if you're holding on to the old, or you cannot ingest anymore. If your cup's already full, pour that shit out. Let's do something new. It's just, you see the repetition in society and it's mainly, I feel like a fear. Like you, they feel like they're going to lose something <laughs> by getting rid of something else. But you know, for, for me, when I lost my white belt, I got the gold and when I lost the gold, the green and, and, and develop. So you continue to evolve as you get rid of things that you no longer need, which you can build upon something else. So uh, that's all I got to say. Buck, your your last two points, Mister Mister. I got two questions. Mohawk for for Mister Brandon and Mister Keith. I want to start with Keith first. Keith, what do you see in the next five years uh, with what you're adding to Concept Moon? What do you see Concept Moon next five years? Um. Man, uh, just to keep building, uh, keep building our titles out, keep um, keep good stories going, um, and really, I by the end of five years, I want us to be in animation at least uh, development. Um, for for me, animation was the goal when I started writing. Uh, when you know, when I got when I kind of. Uh, uh, started to throw myself into this world, um, so that's still the goal. So I think animation is is definitely where I want us to be uh, the next five, at least by the end of five years. It it doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be at the start of this five years, but yeah. by the end of this five years, for sure, would like to see us in animation. Humble five years, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. There you go, there you go, Brandon. You hear your employees talking to you, hey. uh, Brandon. And for you, and for you, similar questions. But since you are the, the you know one of the masterminds of Concept Moons, I'm gonna. What's your? What do you want to see the company in ten years from now? Um, I want us to grow into a space that can provide opportunities for other black creators, black brown creators. Um, that's what I'm all about. I'm obviously about you know, breaking down some of the barriers. I'm always, my whole, my whole model right now is I want to raise the floor mm-hmm. and to make it easier for the next person to be successful. Break the, break the glass ceiling. Let's, uh, let's stop trying to, um, you know, no, get rid of the gatekeeping and all that kind of stuff. So my, my goal is to always ele- elevate in that space is to help other creators get to where they're trying to be at, whether they're trying to be Stanley, like I'm trying mm-hmm. to be, I'm trying to be the next I'm trying to be bigger than Stanley. I'm trying yeah. to I'm trying to look back in 20 years, 30 years, and my name is synonymous with creation as his is with yeah. comics. So, mm-hmm. um, so I want to make that space. I want to blaze that path so that other creators can come behind us and be easier. They can always have a home with us and feel safe to put out their product without having to lose it or uh, be swallowed up by yeah. the bigger the bigger corporations. So that's my personal goal. Mm. Fire. Mm. Yeah, uh, sound like y'all got plenty enough work to be doing. Uh, uh, yes. so I'm, I'm excited. Busy, busy. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Busy I am. Season. 
Make sure that you guys follow Concept Congratulations, Moon. Congratulations, brothers. Uh, yeah, definitely. com. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. You see the link below. Uh, make sure to follow the, the Kickstarter. Remember, you guys, the drop Yeah, shows even with the Kickstarter. Let me drop shows Thursday. real quick, Elijah. No, go ahead. Elijah, real quick. Even with the Kickstarter, like, I was brazing through it. <coughs> Everybody's budget can fit in. I'm oh, telling yes. you that right now. I was combing through this. <laughs> they have a budget for everybody. Everybody. The budget everybody. is as inclusive <laughs> as OnlyFans. Like, there is a tier <laughs> for <laughs> anyone. That was intentional. That yes. was absolutely, absolutely intentional. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't talk about, yes. you know, black-owned anything not being accessible. And if you are uh, spending that money on booty you ain't getting, you might as well spend it on booty you will get. <laughs> And you can get a return on them. Hey, that's all I'm saying. Uh, and we'll uh, jump back to you guys here in a second. Let's just wrap up the show with segment three real quick with Anime and Manga of the Month. Now, we're going to leave. you hit on both of them because my laptop is dead. <laughs> Sorry, my okay. brother. Yeah, please please don't, don't die on us. I'll try yeah. to do it real quick. Now, I'm going to cover up everybody because I'm going to pull this trailer up. This series, I've been talking about it for years. Nobody's ever heard of it. Nobody's ever watched it. Uh, the anime of the month is one of my favorite crazy ass buddy cop, you know, anime, Dirty Pair. This used to come on the iChannel back in the day when when people cared about channels and cable. Uh, the stories <laughs> take place in the year 2138 to 2143. And by which time humanity has spread across few thousand uh, star systems, a corporation called the WWWA or 3WA, which is the World Welfare Works Association. That shit was hard to say. Helps members systems of the uh, United Galactia Federation deal with various planetary scale problems. So think of uh, old Millie from Trigun, how the, the Bernadette agency went around and, and yeah, followed Bash. This is the uh -huh. same exact thing. So you have two trouble consultants that love to be called the lovely angels, but because just like fairy tale, everywhere they go, there's always destruction and mayhem behind them. Yuri uh, or Kay and Yuri are most notably known as dirty Pair. So this is now on Crunchyroll. You guys can find it and watch it there. Dirty Pair, uh, available on Crunchyroll. VRV, I think, went away. Or no, High Dive left on the 30th of September. But VRV is huh. going away now that Sony has acquired both Crunchyroll and Funimation. Um, last but not least, our manga of the month is Rosary Plus Vampire. I love this series as well. I read uh, one and two. I watched the anime. This is by Akahisha Akaida. And basically, it's a boy, um, Sukuna, who goes to this school. He accidentally enrolls into a monster school, runs into uh, Mocha, a girl who is a vampire, and she uh, develops this obsession with his blood. Along the way, he gets all these these uh, different uh, girls from an ice maiden to like anything of lore, the Loch Ness Monster, werewolves, sirens, mermaids. They're all here at the school. All these girls love him, but they don't know why. And when he's about to be found out as a human, something miraculous happens. This is the manga of the month, Rosary Plus Vampire. Anime of the month is Dirty Pair. Make sure to check those out. But more so than anything else, Concept Moon. Because uh, if you don't check them out, we're coming for you. I'm sending Buck. He's been to the wilderness. He has a knife in his pocket, eating pears off trees. He doesn't care. I don't know what I've been through. I don't know what I've been through. I've he been through the woods. He's been through the woods. Uh, is there anything else you guys have to promote? Your socials, throw all that information out there for the people so they can follow you guys. Uh, Keith and Brandon. 
Uh, at Concept Moon, everything. At Concept Moon, yeah. Twitter, IG, Concept Moon Studios, Facebook, conceptmoon.com. Bigger than everybody, Bobby, IG for me personally. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, Concept Moon, everything. And then um, Strange at Strange Keith on Twitter, um, at, at Strange Keith CM on Instagram. Um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, if you search after image on Kickstarter, it's the first thing that comes up. Uh, and then we have links on all of our pages as well. So, mm-hmm. guys, check and I just want to say about after image if you get after image, understand that this is. This is a series. We have like seven issues already written, so this is not going to go anywhere. It's going to be a very, it's going to be oh. an ongoing story. So lock in. Mm. They mm. said it. There it is, Bucky. Uh, where can people find you and Blacken Studios? Blacken Studios, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, Blacken or podcast at blackenstudios.com. Who sent us the email? Uh, you can find me at Blacken Studios or the Buckety. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I'm about? slowly becoming unprivate. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> and that's about to take all that stuff down. I got, I got to take. I'm about to take everything down. You but are. Anyways, uh, what yeah, about what about what about streaming though? You, you, you streaming? Yeah, the buckety. Yeah, no, Twitch. just I want you to make Twitch. sure that's TV. known because Saturday morning, 7:30 a.m. Yeah, TV. Yeah, I'm whipping y'all's ass. Twitch.tv hey, hey, Saturday, Saturday y'all morning, come through theater. Come on through. That's the winning page. That's the winning page. <laughs> You're gonna hey, if you join folks. Elijah uh, Elijah 5000 or Jstone 812, guarantee you're gonna be on the losing stream. So there you go. Hit <laughs> my bars. That's a power up on your ass right you now. Me and Grogu coming this. through. Read this. We coming read through. This over 9,000. Hey, over 9,000. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I don't know the... I mean, you know, your your, your record, your win record's kind of slow right now, sir. Now, but, let's take a... Sorry, wait. No, 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 wait, wait. Sorry, Brendan and Keith. Y'all had to get involved with this. But just, yeah, just, yeah. just give me, just give me one hot second. Give me one hot second. Now my record, don't 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 sleep on what my accolade is. When you is, got beat okay? by your son, the record is valid, sir. That's like all you need a new driver's that I'm a license. Great teacher. All that means that's is true. I'm a raw ass teacher. That's, that's all true. that means. That's that would have been true my, if you would have kept don't winning after who that. I am. Don't forget who I am. I, I get a little Hey, you better be glad I don't have right the belt now. in the room, the championship belt in the room right now, because I throw that bitch out right now. Y'all don't wait want sec- no one to wait fight. Second. Y'all, y'all running away. You and Bob is running. If you're some <laughs> man, I'm, I'm about, running. To, about to <laughs> tell him right now. They running. They running. I'm about to whip y'all ass. 7.30 a.m. in the morning every Saturday. King of the deal. Saturday morning come through. See me, Jstone812, and the Buckety play games. We've been hitting up Power Rangers Battle of the Grids. Before that was Dragon Ball Fighters. We got we got uh, Jump Force over there. We got Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Storm right there. We got Call of Duty. We got all kinds of games that Buck can lose in up there. Uh, Street Fighter, I feel like, is the next one on the list. Now, Street yeah, Fighter, I'm not going to lie. Like- I want I want, to, I want to power I want to Power Rangers one more time, but yeah, Street Fighter is definitely next. Yeah, we can uh, do but it. see Street Fighter, I know I I know I got you I know I, I already got your card. That's what you said about fighters. You are so calm. No, I never said that about fighters. I yeah. never said that about fighters. I knew that was you. Are you, and are you ready? To, are like, you ready to play, sir? Do you feel I'm like you want to play me, buddy? Are you sure? Like you were you were, you were I'm, all I'm there. Not raised talking no shit. Bitch. Oh, I'm going to be in there taking L's, talking shit nonstop. That's the type of person I am. I'll dude. take the L's. Nah, Still talking I, shit. The, the best thing that anybody can do is join us on those days. Remember, 4.30 uh, p.m. Central Standard Time here 
on uh, twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000 or on Facebook at EJB Gaming. That's Edge B Gaming where you can find me and my wife streaming. Now that I got a PS5, if you smell it. It's a new PS5 smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah some, some, oh, oh, the air is so rarefied. Is Odin? Odin, is that you? <laughs> yeah. um, but but uh, there'll be some more streams. Wednesdays, uh, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. A little bit of anime. We have our podcast this Wednesday. And then every other Wednesday since we're bi-weekly, you can join us to watch the Ronin Warriors, a.k.a. Samurai Troopers, on our watch party from 6 to 7. We might extend it a little bit more and do like three episodes. But join us there. Make sure to follow Concept Moon. Make sure to follow the Bucky. Um, the Elijah Bailey Show everywhere elijah bailey's show without the w on twitter instagram and snapchat and make sure to turn on notifications when you're following any of us here because the best thing you can do in these times of the pandemic is to support black businesses read and learn educate yourself that's the way you educate yourself read some real black comics don't don't be looking for the 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 black boxers and mr popo and current commander black they're, they're not they're not the real ones because Commander Black, after he saw uh, Red die, he wouldn't have fucked with Goku like that. He, he is that was some other shit. Uh, but uh, as you hear that, and he was the homie for back in the day. I mean, you know, that's all we had. He was the only black person actually talked. That's all we had. That's what it was. Yeah, that's all we had. That's all we had back in the day. Uh, uh, thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Keith, for coming through and representing Concept Moon and After Image. Us, Fucking dope as hell. Uh, thank you, Buckety, for coming back in from the woods, putting some clothes Always. on, taming the hair. And uh, we guys, <laughs> we will catch your ass in the next broadcast for episode 284. We're talking all anime next week for the Elijah Bailey Show. And with that, we'll catch your ass in the next podcast. I'm out. So tell me, kid, how is your grandpa doing? Grandpa died a long time ago. Oh, I see. I'm very sorry to hear that. What's up, everybody? Elijah 5000 here. Me and the Buckety appreciate it so much that you download this show each and every week. Again, we drop every Thursday. If you're new to the Elijah Bailey Show, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to this auditorial pleasure that you get weekly, and just subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast.